you all for tuning in. Uh, we're going to get this thing going one way or another. We're going to talk a little bit about Dak Prescott and his contract, and we're going to listen in to 105.3 to fan. Uh, one of the greatest. I'm talking about the voice of the uh, Cowboys, Brad Sham. He's going to go through the, uh, the off-season moves and the off-season uh, training camps and things like that of what's going to happen in the future. Um, so all we can do is pretty much uh, here sit back and wait and see how this thing can all unfold. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Thank you all for being part of the nation. Um, hey, it is what it is at this point. Uh, you guys can also catch this stream live uh, on the uh, Periscope as well as we live on uh, the uh, Twitch machine or Twitch if you want to go there uh, to check out this uh, uh, content. We are live also on the Facebook.com. So check us out. Check us out there. Just type in LAW Nation and you should see either my logo or my face. But let's get this thing going one way or another. Guys, you know how this thing go, right? Brad Sham. Help keep his name forward is every bit as important to me as uh, the great honor of going in with longtime friends like mm-hmm. like Randy and Denny Freeman and Shireen and John McClain. Excellent. Brad Shan, Texas Sports Hall of Fame inductee, joining us here on 105.3 right. The Fan. We were talking about What's this up, the man? other Jordan day. K. When you were making outstanding brisket. And <laughs> I found out you were a cigar guy as well. That was my hat. That made my day right there. Oh, that was never a secret. You just got to be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> That's right. And we were talking about some of these cowboy topics, so I wanted to bring it to the airwaves with Pat here. What, what has stood out to you at some of these cowboy practices? You know, there's very little you can really tell if you don't know, um, like a coach, what's going on. Because you right. can't tell anything about linemen. Like, we all want to know about the, the free agent tackle from Clemson and the guy that brought us keeps touting uh, Knight, the kid from Indiana. You can't tell anything from this. You'd right. have to be Colombo and be in those, Mark Colombo and be in those meetings and know how they're picking stuff up with assignments and in drills. So... One thing that's jumped out at me, and not just me because some of us have talked about it on the sideline like we do, uh, Prescott really looks to uh, um, be throwing the ball extremely well. I think Kitna is going to have a major impact on him. I think his mechanics are better. uh, Rich Dalrymple, the PR director, and I invented a statistic the other day, a la la war and whip in baseball. Mm -hmm. It was a vat of velocity, accuracy, and touch. All of that from Prescott seems materially improved in what you can tell in seven-on-seven and team drills when they're not really hitting. So uh, I'm really intrigued by two rookie receivers, John Vay Johnson and uh, and, uh, Guyton from North Texas. So if people get a chance to see clips, I'd say number 81 and number 83. Cowboys had highly draftable grades uh, on both of those guys. And then there's so many guys who, I, and I thought I, I have thought to the extent you can tell it without pads, that uh, the the defensive end from Miami that they signed the veteran guy uh, Quinn Quinn yeah. um, he's looked really good on his first step. His explosion appears to me to be noticeable. Now what that will look like in pads, and especially not just in. Uh, September, but in November, that uh, I don't know, but I'm intrigued by that, and I'm really interested to see mini camp next week, and uh, really interested to see training camp when they finally get pads on. What? Is- no doubt, man. Uh, so so far, he's saying the same thing. We've been echoing. Uh, Guyton been shining, and uh, John Vea, he's been shining out there. So it's another story when 
when actually the pads come on and we actually out there during training camp, we will see whether or not those guys can hold up and stay up and be up. That's what we really want to look for. Now, as far as what he was talking about, as far as Dak Prescott, the mechanics, this is big news. This is got doggone groundbreaking news because we've been saying this since day one with Dak Prescott, especially since 2016. He's just not a great practice player. He don't show up well during practice. And now that you are seeing the improvements during practice, my goodness, this is what we want. This is what we really want to feel, Cowboy Nation. We want to be able to feel like, hey, this guy is showing up and showing out during practice. We talking about practice, not a game, practice. This is what I love to hear, Cowboys. Let's go. Your take, you know the storyline is the Kellen Moore difference. Mm. Can the offense be more new school? Is Jason Garrett going to give up uh, enough control? What is your take on the Kellen Moore offensive difference? Well, one thing that apparently, I didn't realize this, but apparently people don't understand is how much uh, leeway Garrett gives his uh, coordinators and position coaches. Maybe that's because he was both himself, Mm. and so he appreciates a head coach who doesn't uh, try to call everything, but he, I mean, he wants his, the imprint is Garrett's offense, but Garrett's not, Garrett's not telling them exactly what to do. He's, he's going to let them do what they do. So the other part, you remember when, when Linehan was dismissed and Kellen Moore was promoted, it wasn't the Garrett offense, it was the Linehan offense. Right. And then the question was, well, the guy, Kellen Moore, has been around Linehan six years in Detroit and the last few years here. How's he possibly going to be any different? My answer to that would be, uh, tell me all the ways in which most men are exactly like their fathers. <laughs> I mean, you're different. Yeah. You learn, you're different. Yeah. Uh, you, but you're different because everybody's different. I think that he – just think about the offense that he played in at Boise. Uh, listen to the people who were around him at Boise and saw his vision, by vision I mean literally the way he sees the field and can Mm -hmm. diagnose a defense and talk to the people who have been around him the last couple of three years and my belief is that he he has some definite ideas about how to uh, enhance big plays, make the offense more unpredictable and explosive. Will he be a rousing success at all that? I don't know, but I think that's the thing (laughs) that they have seen in him. And based on talking to the players, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm kind of expecting to see. And I think the combination of what he sees and does with Kitna's similar view, right. plus Kitna's impact on Dak's mechanics, plus maybe more, even more uh, input from the other offensive coaches, uh, it leaves me really intrigued. Really wow. intrigued, Brad wow. Sham. And- wow. So he, he was saying that, I, that basically uh, Kellen Moore is going to be different from what we saw from Scott Linehan. And as far as the mechanics and just adding in the fact that we have John Kitna now, He's going to teach him some of the ropes, and he's going to pick up some of the things that John Kitten was able to do when he played football. And, and the thing is with coaching, when you're coaching someone, you want to uh, figure out ways where you can give them shortcuts. Whereas you made mistakes that you want to be able to tell them, hey, I'm identifying your problems now, and I'm going to show you what improved in my game. I'm going to show you what I was able to do in order to elevate my skill set. I'm going to show you how I was able to beat uh, teams out when I played. So that's what John Kittner is going to bring to the table. That's what I believe. 
I don't know what you guys believe, but that's what I believe. Uh, and then on top of that, if you look at everything from A to Z, yes, Kellen Moore is different from uh, Jason Garrett, and he's different from Scott Linehan. Now, it's still the uh, you can still have some xenophobia, right? The fear of the unknown. Uh, you can still have that in your in your reservations, but outside of this, I can say that man, <laughs> when you look at Kellen Moore's track record. When he was in high school, everybody was praising him. When he was in college, everybody was praising him. Not just his arm strength or his skill set, but more so his play calling, his play playbook. So we got all those things into one. So let's see how this thing is going to unfold in the following weeks. They always tell me is that Sean always interrupts you, Pat, and so you just did it again. Uh, my thing is, is I just don't understand Cowboys fans who are not ready to lock him up and have him be the guy because I think he's proven that he can be the franchise quarterback. So you've said several interesting things there. One is about not understanding Cowboys fans, that you're going to have a long line of people uh, who don't understand Cowboys fans, except sometimes I don't, sometimes I do, and it makes me sad. But... Um, <sighs> Worth. <laughs> Break it what down. Worth. That's the voice now, of the how star, are we baby. defining worth? Brad Sham. Some people think that means an objective, or I'm, I'm sorry, a subjective decision that X means you're really a superstar, mm-hmm. and and so he's not really a superstar by accomplishment. So we're going to give him X minus fifteen. That's what mm-hmm. we think he's worth. Uh, other, and that's a subjective number. It, 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 if six guys in one room will have six different answers. Worth. Now, another interesting way to define worth is what he can get. Uh. And I, I kind of tend to lean toward that, because if it's worth, if what we're talking about is worth, then athletes and entertainers make less than nurses and police officers and teachers. Get them, Brad. That's not the world we live in. Ooh. Worth frequently is what you can get Ah. so the market has pretty well been decided and what what to me what Wentz (laughs) got I saw this tweet at a couple of places but to me what Wentz got if those numbers are accurate that's that's probably in line with what the The Cowboys expected to pay they were drafted the same time. Right. One was in the fourth round. One was the second pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right. One has won, what, two playoff games. One has been injured but took his team to the lip of the cup of the Super Bowl. So if Wentz is worth $32 million, if that's mm-hmm. what he's worth because that's what he can get All right. a year, then and, – and we did have this discussion at Sean's house last week. <laughs> People say, $30 million for Dak? What's he done – to be worth $30 million. Well, he's been better than a lot of other people in his classification. And you certainly want him to accomplish more than he has accomplished. Absolutely. Mm. I think you can make a case that he's gotten better each year. I always uh, have this part of the discussion, Pat, when I, I say his first year and a half was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then then the uh, nuclear cataclysm that was the Atlanta game right. uh, uh, two years ago happened. And for from the middle of 17 mm. till the middle of 18, he was not that guy. True that, he was true making that. bad decisions. I don't care what the numbers were. Right. He was making bad decisions that led to interceptions and sacks. 
Mm. Now, when they brought Cooper in, and don't forget, changed the offensive line coaching, Mm -hmm. now the second half of 18, he's a different guy again. He's more like the guy from the first year and a half. So Mm. now I've got that guy, i got that evidence put with the team that's around him, put with the market, and uh, I, I think, Pat, that I uh, am saying kind of what you're saying. If if you don't think that he's a $30 million quarterback, okay, I understand that. Just tell mm-hmm. me who the guy is, where you're getting him. <laughs> where you going Where's get your it quarterback from? coming from? Wow. I would pay him the $30 million in a heartbeat because I, I think he is going to take more steps. Remember, he finished three years. Where was Romo three years into his career? Because he hadn't played yet. Oh, man. So he's played three years. We There are heavy expectations of his improvement. But I don't know where you're going to get the next one. We've seen what that's like over time, where you're looking for the next one, when they accidentally fell into Romo and accidentally fell into Prescott. And I've seen enough to make me say, okay, that's what the market bears. That's what it costs. I don't want to pay the guy $30 million, but I also don't want to pay anybody that kind of money. I'm a Cub fan. I don't want him paying Kimbrell what, what they're paying him. But that's what it costs. So, Brad Sham, the, I mean, the voice of the star, the voice of the Cowboys, the voice of the silver and blue, however you want to put it, however you want to lay it down. He was pretty much saying that, hey, Dak Prescott is going to get paid what the market exhibits or exudes or what puts out there as far as the market. Now, just like I said earlier, we were doing a comparison and analysis and we were talking about, hey, if somebody buys a house in a certain area, they're going to pay for what the fair market value of that particular house is in that particular area. They're not going to go out there and say, okay, well, the house is valued in this area, uh, $40 million. Now, all of a sudden, somebody come in at 25. No, it's not going to happen that way. Nor will they come in and they can't buy it, but nor are they going to come in at 65 million. So that's just the way it is. The market is the market. Now, what happened here is that what tipped the market over was the, um, what's his name? Uh, Russell Wilson. He, re- he restarted the market. Now, what th- what's going to happen here is people compel and they put up and they make the comparisons of Russell Wilson what he did uh when he played for the last three years because they do it on a three-year scale they don't do it on a life life scale they do it on a three-year scale and uh that's how you came up with Carson Wentz number 32 so what Dak Prescott is going to get I don't know <laughs> DallasCowboys.com uh, had an article, I believe, uh, or I think it was Mike Fisher who said that they are far apart from each other as far as this, this negotiation. And that's the truth. You know, negotiations meant to be nasty. They meant to be uh, rude in a sense. They meant to be like, hey, I'm uncovering this, I'm uncovering that. But then at the end of the day, everything is swept under the rug once everything is being seen of what really is going to happen within these contracts. So that's what I'm looking at. So that's just how it is. Uh, D will appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, Miss Jackie, thank you for being part of the nation. Uh, really appreciate you. I can't wait to see you this weekend uh, as we are going to do this uh, event with Alan Hearns and uh, Mama Hearns and all those. I, I can't wait to see you all out there and uh, we're going to have a fantastic time. Shout out to Cowboys experience. And, um, with that being said, Philly Cowboys says 33.5. It, it'd probably be right around that, that area. Now, uh, as far as the guaranteed money, I don't know whether it's going to be north of $107 million. 
But we'll find out. I hear my baby crying, so I got to go. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, she was taking a little quick nap, and it's time for me to get back to father responsibilities and duties. But, hey, let me know. Hit that comment button or, or comment down below. Let me know what Dak Prescott should get or will get. And also, Cowboy Nation, just understand this right now, that we're looking at this price tag as it being so high. But think about it, when Derek Carr got his money, everybody's saying, like, $25 million is too much money. But hey, now look at it. <laughs> we weighed the 30s. We left $25 million <laughs> years ago now, right? So let's continue to grind, baby. Let's get this thing going, and we're going to listen to I'm Jalen Smith, uh, linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm here with Cowboys Experience, enjoying my time. Happy to be here. We've got a lot of fans out. Let's give it. All right. Hey, go Cowboys. Clear eye view. This is Zach Martin. Welcome to the Cowboys Experience. Hey, I'm Michael Gallup of the Dallas Cowboys, wide receiver. Welcome to the Cowboys Experience. Come see me this fall. This fans, this is Jeff Heath. Just want to welcome you guys to the Cowboys Experience. Hope you have a good time. How you doing? Lyle Collins of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome to the Cowboys Experience. Yes, indeed. Cowboy Nation, really appreciate you guys. Don't forget subscribe 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 hit me up let me know whether or not you guys like this content let me know if you guys like this format let's continue to grind and shine let's continue to grow this thing and really appreciate you guys i'm looking for my outro music as we begin to get on out of here cowboy nation all we got to do is still take this thing one day at a time one movement at a time everything else will be fine and uh can't wait to see you guys in oxnard for those who are going to be out there let's go cowboy nation they say a prize fighter continue to fight even when he's down he continues to swing those blows he continues to be begin to push his head and push his mind to these things if when you're up against the struggles meet us squarely face to face lift your chin set your shoulders plant your feet and take a brace when it's vain to try to dodge it do the best that you can do you may fall you may conquer See this thing through, Cowboy Nation. And let's get through. Let's go. Let's go. Watch that beat drop, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no party like a cowboy. Party cause a cowboy party don't stop. Ain't no party just. Remember, you're listening to nothing but the best.